So we can say it now. What can we say, Graham? What What can we say? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Graham's, uh, the iced coffee hour, right? Because is this is the co- first time they're going to be back. Yeah. <laughs> welcome so back. Welcome back, Welcome everyone. back to the non-iced coffee. This is uh, old coffee, but I'm just going to roll with it today. Exactly. That's oh. how we do it here. Yes. So uh, welcome back, everyone. Mm-hmm. We hope you had a good week since the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're going to do is first off, um, how was your week, Graham? Good. Was it good? Yeah. Good week. So something crazy that happened, and yeah. it just happened today, was yeah. that Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank right. reacted to your millennial money. Yeah. And that was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it was. I wish, because the thing is, CNBC sent me an email the night before telling me that, like, hey, this is going to happen. I think it would have been more surprising had I just, like, gone on YouTube and, and had seen that and then been, like, totally caught off guard. Would have surprised me. But at least the bright side is that I had time to prep because I knew I was going to be doing a reaction to that video. So at least I had time to mentally be like, okay, how am I going to structure the next day? around that so yeah it was crazy you texted me you're like dude like all caps yeah. and i was like i was like oh my god i'm yeah. not in trouble i guys yeah. i thought first off that i was in trouble i, I then- wouldn't if you were in trouble i wouldn't start with dude you wouldn't no <laughs> okay good yeah. to know good to know for next time um so yeah that was pretty crazy another thing is during this past week mm. graham and i went back to mcdonald's as we said we would do in the first ever episode yeah, we did. so tell me what happened there graham we did the what Mc- <laughs> it sounds so dirty when you say it i don't want to say it but um, we basically, we took the McDouble yep. and with the McChicken and you put them together and mm-hmm. you eat them as one sandwich. It was decent. You know, it's good. I would <laughs> did, say it's good. Did I overhype it? Uh, probably. It wasn't, it wasn't magical by any means. I mean, it, it, it's exactly as you think when you combine chicken and beef. Except the I thing mean, is, they kind of taste similar. Like the chicken can not go really. as meat. Really? I don't know. The chicken has, uh, the McChicken has a bit of a spice to it. There's something with the McChicken with I like, a, like a, it's, it's in the batter or something like that. We don't even know if that's real chicken or that's, not. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why, you know, it it's could probably taste not. Like... I, I would say chicken, chicken's not that expensive. So I don't know. Probably beef is more expensive than chicken. I don't know. All I right. Don't know. Anyways. It doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, we got the, uh, we got the, Mc... I'll blur that. Um, and, right. and yeah, it was pretty decent. Cool. And um, the final thing is a uh, happy anniversary. Oh, is it, is it our anniversary? Yesterday thing? was. Wow. One year. Wow. That's crazy. Yep. Happy, happy one year. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, congratulations. You survived the first year. Exactly. Nice. So one thing that I figured is I, I don't think I went into the last podcast with enough material. Mm-hmm. Um, so I prepared a lot for today. Cool. And one thing that I thought was insane was the Joe Rogan thing. A mm-hmm. hundred million dollars for yeah. what was it was the licensing for his. I believe. Yeah. I don't know. The, I think it was the licensing for the Joe Rogan podcast. So. Only exclusively Spotify can have that. So I think what he's doing is he's keeping it as is. And then I think September, he starts doing both. And then I think by November of this year, it's going to be just on Spotify. That's insane. I'm just trying to picture in my head because I don't know what his net worth was beforehand. Mm -hmm. But waking up and then just like getting $100 million. $100 million. I mean, I don't know how it's structured or how the payments are. Because usually, I'm guessing those deals wouldn't just be, here's $100 million up front. It would be, we guarantee you right. $100 million a year for the next three years, you know, contingent on these certain things. Was that happening. it? $100 million per year? No, no. Sorry, sorry. What did I say? No, oh, like $100 million total, but we're going to pay you, sorry, like, you know, a certain amount per year, but it's mm-hmm. going to be a contract worth $100 million. Like, because you hear athletes get to sign a 20 
million dollar contract, thirty million dollar contract. It's not all paid at once. It's paid annually. right, right. And you think that's just like recorded as income and just taxed as income with state and federal taxes? Mm-hmm. Just like yeah, I don't know how he has it structured, and but yeah, I mean, a portion of that would probably end up in hmm. his in his pocket. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And and one thing that it reminded me of just acquiring that big of a lump sum at once is that uh, this movie called Brewster's Millions. Have you ever heard of Brewster's Millions? No. So it's about a guy who was like a failed minor league pitcher. So nothing spectacular. And uh, he just finds out like out of nowhere that his uncle had like a ton of money basically. Mm-hmm. And the thing was there was like – it was like a game. Yeah. He said if you can spend $30 million and have net assets zero by the end of it, then you get the rest th- – like the other $300 million. Mm-hmm. So this guy in this movie, he had a month to spend $30 million. And if he couldn't spend it, he didn't get the extra $300 million. But if he could do it, then he got like – you know, $300 million and like 10 times more than he initially got. Right. Which was like crazy in my mind because I saw this movie a long time ago, so I'm mm-hmm. probably butchering a lot of the facts and stuff sure. like that. But have you, have you ever heard of Brewster's Millions? No. And it's crazy to me because I think like, what would you do? Would you, tr- how would you spend like that $30 million? Easy. I would say art, cars, watches, real estate. I mean, but then you'd have assets. Oh, you have to spend. Oh, and not have any assets. Yeah. Oh. So you have to have net assets zero from that thirty million dollars. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could you could basically what, and you couldn't tell anyone. Yeah. So you you would be able to rent a really expensive house. There are plenty of houses that you could rent. Uh, Hamptons. Uh, Hamptons prime season. I think it's like two hundred thousand a month. Uh, you could pay even more uh, for like full staff and stuff like that. You could rent a whole bunch of houses like that. You're not owning any assets on that you could rent some really expensive it's basically renting everything so that's what you would do yeah because I mean, in the movie he did a lot of things like there was there were limitations with like you mm-hmm. can't give away a certain amount you can't tip a certain amount right and i'm thinking like like i might just accept the 30 million dollars because in the movie he was this close yeah. to not getting you would have to have, you would have to have a plan but i bet you could plan it out and diligently you know plan to spend the 30 million bucks it's just an interesting it would take a lot of time i mean it 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 seems like for a month you'd really have to try to spend that much yeah because like people came to him with like ridiculous investment ideas he'd be like sure write a check write a check and one of them like paid off like a ton of money like Mm. back to his 30 million dollars so like and also at the same time he couldn't tell anyone that he was spending this money so everyone thought that he was you know what would be a great thing is just gamble it no, you can't. You can't gamble. No, there was no. a limitation on ah, gambling. Okay. But I'm thinking like no one knew. So everyone thought that he was like a loser and everyone started hating him and like he ruined like a social life and everyone was abusing mm. him for his money. You know what? Like you, like, uh, you could almost buy like really expensive price, uh, priceless paintings and then damage them. Assign it as – Oh, do you damage them? And then they're worth <laughs> so much less. Like imagine buying let's say like a Mona Lisa, let's just say. People would be so mad at you. <laughs> and you just – you just you, – you drive just over. light it on fire. You light it on fire. Something like that. And then the ashes, you sell the ashes back for, let's say, you know, a million dollars or something like that. And then now you only have a million to spend in 30 days. You know, you could do that with, with exotic cars, too. You just get, like, a vintage Ferrari, you know, $10 million. Just crash it. Crash it. And then sell it a mil, right? It's got to be with something like that. And then just, you know, now you spend a million dollars on something and you just repeat that. Right, but also the risk of having that. Like, $30 million, in my opinion, is enough, right? Like, I, if you put it in the market, it's like 7%. $2.1 million a year. So you could live easily off of $1 million a year, off of $30 million. And to take the chance of not getting anything in the end. It's a lot of work. I would probably – I'd probably take the challenge, but I'd find a way to spend it. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair. If you had $10,000 – to spend in one day, what would you spend? I know it's not a lot of money, but that's why I think it's an interesting. But I can't have assets, or I can't have assets. You can have assets. Ten thousand. Ten thousand. But you couldn't like buy it and like put it in the market or anything like that. 
Probably buy a watch. You buy a watch. I buy a watch. Fair enough. If, fair if enough. I had to spend ten grand a day, it'd be a watch. If you had a higher net worth, so if your net worth was let's say like fifty to a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. how would what would your day be like? What would it consist of? Probably the same. Um, gosh, you do I the g- exact same thing I, because I, I know you get stressed out with work. Yeah, but I like it. So you it's like stress. the stress. Yeah, it's, a good, it's like working out. You know when you sometimes work out and it's yeah. just like, oh, I don't want to go work out today. And then you work out and you feel so much better you did that. Um, same thing. Same thing with, with working, making YouTube videos. Uh, sometimes it's painful to work out. It's, it's pain, painful for you to work sometimes. But then afterwards you're so happy you did it. But would you still so. do like three posts a week on the main channel and like you know, three to four on the second channel? Would you still post as much? I like that because I, I know once I start slipping on that, the whole thing is going to crumble so I don't slip. Would you ever spoil yourself? Um, I don't know what, what like, cause they don't, the aquarium, honestly, is the only thing that I really want is, is to set up like a big reef tank. So that, that would be the only thing that I'd, I'd probably bigger one. I, I would probably do a bigger tank. Uh, I mean, if money were no issue, I would probably love to do like a thousand, 2000 gallon aquarium and you know, something crazy. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I would end up doing. But no, you know, there's, there's really no, oh, you know what? I would like to have a place with a garage. Cause, cause, yeah, okay, cause, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want a usable garage to park like you know three cars. I think what might cars? be cool. Uh, I'd love a four GT, like the two thousand the originals. Yeah, two thousand five four GT. I think would be would be great. Uh, SLS AMG Mercedes would be another one. I really want one of those at some point. Um, maybe a Z eight BMW. I think are really cool, or like a, a GT three RS Porsche or something hmm. like. That. I think those would be great cars. Okay, yeah. fair enough. What do you think about having bucket lists? Do you think that they're pointless? Do you think that they're worthwhile to have? I never really gave it much thought. Do you have a bucket um, list? No. Uh, you know, not really. I have things I definitely want to do van life at some point. So I think van life is something that I really would want to try for like six months. I think it's re- – that that seems fun to me. Uh, maybe maybe like living on a boat for a month might be kind of cool. Uh, do that. Uh, traveling. I, def- I, I really want to spend like six months – and just just travel. Six I months think. isn't that long. Maybe, I don't know. So you yeah. don't really actually ha- have like a bucket list per se. But N- like, I mean, those are things I definitely want to do at some point. Um, van life, I think, is probably would be sooner than later. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, traveling, I definitely want to do before I'm too old to travel. So I definitely want to do that on the younger side of things. Um, otherwise, no. I'm I'm very I'm very happy. Just, just as as things are. It's amazing to me yeah. how just like fine, content mm-hmm. you are with everything. Like it's it's really cool. I asked Graham a really interesting question, which was one thing that I have is if I wake up, shoot, <sighs> dude, was that me, dude? That was you. Yeah, that was uh, you. here. Let me just there we go. You got to put it. Do not disturb. If I woke up from a bad dream, I'm happy. Like, I'm happy that I have a bad dream because then w- when I wake up, I know that it wasn't reality and I can go back to my reality yeah. and just be, like, stoked, you know? But if I have a really good dream, I remember the worst dream I've ever had in my entire life was I had a dream that I found 10 Hannes Wagner baseball cards, mm-hmm. T206. So it's like – and those cards were, like, $500,000. So I was like, oh, my God, I have, like, $5 million in baseball cards and I love baseball cards. Yeah. I woke up and I was just sad. I was like, 10 T206 is just gone. And it, it was, like, depressing. And I asked Graham, I was like, if you have a bad dream, do you feel the same way? And he said, like, you know, he doesn't feel the same way. Like, he's he, he's happy when he has a good dream because he wakes up and he still thinks that is, like, reality. Like, he's just – it's kind of a dismal thought. But hmm. I, I, I that kind of dumbfounded me. I didn't think that – I thought a lot of people were happy when they woke up from bad dreams. 
Wait, I did. I never said I wasn't happy to wake up from a bad dream. No, you said that you were happy waking up from good dreams. Yeah, because I feel like like I, I'm excited for life. So yeah, so I'm I'm happy to wake up from a good dream. But then you realize it isn't the reality. I'm happy with reality, though. I mean, reality is pretty good too. <laughs> They're both good. I, I think reality is just as good. Okay, yeah. good, good, good yeah. answer. Um, yeah, for me, my bucket list would it'd be pretty simple. Graham said that he wants or he'd like for me to get a, a Corvette at some point. Funny enough, mid engine. That's course, yeah. it's it's been one of my um, like goal cars since I was a kid. I always liked Corvettes, mm-hmm. um, and then I'd also like to get a Tesla if possible. Cool. Um, do something impactful and to be like you know wealthy enough would be my bucket list cool. basically. Um, How wealthy? Wealthy enough? What is that? I don't want to have to worry about money. I want to be able to travel. Like you're you're definitely yeah, but you could do that off seven hundred fifty grand. <clears throat> you, if you had seven, but I don't want to travel like in bank like, account. You know, you wouldn't have to worry couch about surf it. and stuff like that. Like I want to travel like nice places. So you, but so you want to be at like the Marriott and the Hilton and yeah, I'll take a Marriott. I'll Ritz, take a Ritz cart. I'll take a Ritz. Okay. Sure. Right, like sure. I think that like for you wealthy, like I think you know if I was as wealthy as you, I'd be good enough. Like income, obviously, I'd be stoked mm. if I had your income. But I would be, I would be content at that. Yeah. Okay. I don't need like thirty million dollars. If someone were give were to give me it, yeah. I'd be like, sure. I have a friend that said he would not accept like if someone gave him thirty million dollars. Because then the, the chase is over. No, he said because he just doesn't want it. He no, Nothing about a chase. He just doesn't want to be wealthy. Like he's like, that's I'd weird. probably just buy myself like a $500,000 house. I don't know. That's where your friend's lying. Th- that's what I That's what I yeah. said. I was like, no, that's no, no way. truthful. No, that's what I said. But yeah. he was like, he was so set in his own ways that he wouldn't want it. I don't know. I don't know. Unless you're, unless my only thing would be like, if you, if you give someone that, then there's no chase. Yeah. Then there's no reason to pursue anything. But you would accept a hundred million. Yeah, right. I, I mean, it w- yeah, I, 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 I want to see with ninety five percent certainty I would. I would but be. There's afraid. still a five percent that you there's, wouldn't. Uh, yeah, because there's that nervousness of just what if, like you know, if you take it, what if this changes things, and what if, what if, you know, it, 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 you lose that hunger because all of a sudden you've been fed so much. You know, it Maybe. is a lot more rewarding to work for it. Maybe, I think that for you, it's not so much about the money anymore. I think it's more about the just like the work ethic and mm. just like the drive. Yeah. So that could still be there if you. Yeah, really it's about, yeah I think it's about the accomplishment. But if you were to get a hundred million dollars, yeah. what would you do the next day? Um, I wouldn't do anything for probably two years. I'd probably sit on the couch for two years. Wouldn't do a single thing to it. But like not like you, you would just go about the same day. Like, what's up, guys? Yeah. I'm here. Wouldn't change a single thing for two years. Uh, Dang, that's crazy. Uh, maybe a year, but I, I would probably just at the, at a hundred million. What I'd probably end up doing is just I'd probably put seventy of that million into the stock market, and then maybe thirty, and just buy real estate outright. Mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, you just don't need you, you, know, you just you, you, it's better just take the safe option. That's what I would do. I would do probably like ten percent bonds, like five percent like gold and silver, and like maybe three percent sure. Bitcoin, and then most of it I would just do real estate, and the rest I would do like stocks and That's dollar cost enough. average those. Cool. Um, what are your pet peeves, Graham? Um, what really grinds your gears? Jeez, uh, two of my pet peeves yeah. would be littering. It really, really makes me mad when people litter. And uh, people that don't say thank you when I open up the door for them. That right there, like I, I every single time someone doesn't do it, I just want to look at them and just say, you're welcome. Like every single time. Because uh, I'm going out of my way to help them. Yeah, but you don't. But you going out of your way doesn't necessarily deserve a thank you. You go out of your way because you you want to help but someone. I so, sure but I make sure that I say thank you yeah. when someone opens the When I cross the crosswalk and there's a car going, even if I'm on a run, I'll go. 
See, I just feel like you're not you're not obligated to receive. Like, if if you if you want to open the door for somebody, you do it because you want to open the door for. We don't do it without the expectation of getting. I know it's nice, it's cordial. Be, you know, thank you. I would say thank you, but uh, but yeah, you can't be angry that someone you do something for someone and they don't do something back. But I'm not expecting anything. Well, I mean, like, I guess in a way I am, but it's not necessarily like I need to be thanked for my own sake. It's like I see them and I view like them as like. Like, I'm just like, how could you not acknowledge that? It's not on me. Like, I don't need to receive a thank you. I don't yeah. need the compliment. But what I do need is just like, like to see that they're the ty- like, type of person that would right. thank me. Okay. So, yeah, I guess one of my pet peeves would be just people who are closed-minded. I would say that that's that's a big one. Yeah, yeah people, people that, like, just... really get angry at people for, like, you know, yeah. not saying thank or you they're... for closing. Or for Very, yeah, door. exactly. <laughs> but, no, I'd say people who are closed-minded uh, get to me because I just – I don't get it. Um Oh, oh, people who are late. That gets me. Hmm. If you are late and I have to wait for somebody, I can't stand. That is the one thing that makes me angrier than anything. And I rarely get angry. But if I'm kept waiting for something, I do not like it. Because I'm always like, I want to say 99% of the time I'm very punctual and I get there early. So I feel like if I make an effort to get somewhere early, if, if someone else shows up late, obviously if, if something is way beyond their control, fine. Uh, but even that, you call in advance. You, you, you know, as soon as you know you're going to be late, you, you explain that. That's that's really fair because it's like they're valuing their time over right. your time. Oh, yeah. They think that their time is more important than you. I forgot. I just thought of it right now that you said that is uh, cutting in line. Mm-hmm. I hate line cutters. Yeah. Like if I see someone cutting in like the snack bar line at high school, that is who they are to me. They're a line cutter to me. Like mm-hmm. I don't even like – like there are people that – all I can think of when I like when someone says their name now yeah. is just they are a line cutter. You know what's funny uh, when you say line cutting, the first thing I think of is uh, cutting on the freeway. You know, like when people oh, like, yeah, skip yeah, yeah. all around it and burns it. I actually I, I read a survey or I read a study a while back that said the nicer or the more expensive car you have, the more likely people are to let you in. Is that interesting? That's super weird. Yeah. So it goes to show you, like, if, if you're driving up in a Ferrari and you want to cut everybody or, like, a high-end car, people are more likely to, like... But do you like, think that yeah. that's because they take more, like, chances at, like, cutting people? Because I feel like people that drive nicer cars kind of drive a little crazy. No, I think it's it's the perception that that must be someone important hmm. or that person has status because they have a more expensive car. I'm not going to lie, Graham. Yeah. Your driving sometimes scares me. Mine? I don't think... I, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it's very scary. Um, when I'm in the car with you, um, I'm not going to say how fast you're going, but you're going a decent speed on the freeway, and um, it's very jerky. No, okay, so I will say this. In all fairness, I think I drive like a grandma to be a, But <laughs> I get in the car with you, and it's just like there's no urgency to get anywhere with you. It's it's driving below the speed limit. Yeah. If a light turns yellow and we're like kind of there, it's like, oh, let me just slow down. And then we're slowing down, and like the light turns yellow. It's like five seconds yellow. It's like could have just gone i'm a passive driver yeah i don't i don't, know. I don't like to be a, compared to you i drive fast but i think con- compared to a lot i think i drive the speed i limit. do drive like a grandma sometimes yeah. i i will admit that yeah I, I get really scared going more than seven over the speed limit mm-hmm. that's just where i cut it off yeah but yeah a little jerky oh yeah, that's a tesla because that's that's the I, I know yeah like, yeah so the number one google trend for today i feel like it's 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 all right it's called uh the mabira it's an instrument from zimbabwe and uh, apparently Google does this thing called a Google Doodle where they change the pic- the logo of Google when you do, you know, www.google.com. Mm-hmm. And today it's the Mabira. Oh, you can play it. Play it in the speaker. You see that thing? Yeah. 
crazy. Oh! Isn't that cool? I had something like that as a kid. Like a little yeah, thumb like thing? Like a little thumb thing, yeah. I had no idea what that was or what it was called. I just thought it's like this fun little thing, and you'd go like, ding, 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 ding. It, it was interesting. It's just a bunch of metal bars that stick out of like yeah. some sort of, like, I don't know what it is, yep. but you just flick your thumb on it, and it makes And like, they each have a different tune, and you could just sit there just, you know, flicking flicking this instrument. So it's yeah. like Culture Week or something in Zimbabwe, so mm-hmm. they, they made that the number, because it's like their natural cool. instruments, so yeah. they made that their Google Doodle. So last week, I sent out some suggestions for the name of the podcast, mm-hmm. and the winner was the Iced Coffee Hour. Cool. So, so I think yeah. that we're going to choose that for the name of the podcast. But I'd like to say some honorable mentions. Okay. Um, Graham's 20 cents. I like that. I like it too. I really like it. 20 cent iced coffee. Graham's 20 cents. Like Great that. title. Yeah, I think so that's So thank good. you whoever said that. Yeah, it's a good one. Telegram. <laughs> <laughs> okay, clever. Let me guess. Instagram. It's, yeah, so yeah. Telegram's pretty good. I like it. Money Talks with Graham Stephan. That's a good one. I, I like, like Money Talks. Isn't Money Talks... Oh, you know what? Money Talks is a uh, YouTube original series called Money is Talks. Is it really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah, I think a few of these probably were not like completely original. Right. The Papa Graham Graham Podcast. PGGP. That's, that's, that's it's, it's so it like, takes me a second to get that one. Yeah. Um, PGGP. Not bad. Okay. 20 Cent Power Hour. Cool name. I mean, it rhy- I like Power Hour. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Decent, that's what decent. I was thinking. Okay. Graham and the Cracker. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. It, Graham and yeah. the Cracker. Not, not a bad one. The Long Term. The Long. Eh. It's fine. That was probably right. one of okay. my least favorites of the honorable mentions. Okay. Graham Stephan builds your wealth, and then in parentheses, of knowledge. A little wordy. It's a little wordy, but I, right. I, I like the creativity. Okay. Poor No More podcast. Mm, I think it's okay. I like this one. The only issue is like, if I was telling my parents, like, they're like, oh, what are you listening to, Jack? And I said, oh, the Poor No More Yeah, I, Yeah, I, I don't like the the connotation of the word poor, and I think... I, I want to appeal to you know the whole audience, whether you're poor or rich or whatever. I'm also so. just thinking of many scenarios where people say poor no more, mm-hmm. and then people automatically, like, like it, it doesn't sound... It sounds like porno. That's more. what I was saying. Yeah. So if my mom's asking me, like, what are you listening to? Poor no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might, that might be a little bad. Yeah, and then yeah. money where your mouth is. Like Good that. title. Yes. Some dishonorable mentions that I have. Um, the lasagna in the dishwasher podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Graham in a car grabbing 20 cent iced coffee. All right. Reminds me a little bit of like Jerry Seinfeld. I think that's like what they were car. going for okay. with that. Or, or uh, Dead Mouse used to do uh, his podcast in a car. Really? Yeah. What was he doing in his He car? would drive a, he'd pick up whoever he was, his guest was in usually a really high end car. Usually it was his McLaren and they would just drive around, go through the drive through. And that was it. They would talk in the car, go through drive through and that's it. And it was a guest, like a celebrity or mm-hmm. something? Yeah. Interesting. So now we're going to move on to the next segment, which is audio submissions. Hi, Graham. I'm interested to know what your food budget is like for each month. There you go. Aiden, I don't really have a food budget. I don't really think about it. Um, I'd say just every purchase, I kind of think in my mind how much that's going to be. Um, at this point, in since I've been working from home and it's it's I really haven't done much. I would say my food budget has gone up because just going and getting takeout a little bit more often, like that becomes my thing to enjoy. Like I'll work all day and then I'll enjoy going and getting like some sushi or something like that. So it's probably gone up. Probably at this point it's a few hundred bucks a month. 
I'd say is what it is. Do you think that you've fell victim to the hedonic treadmill like at all? Like since you started making more money? No, I would say the biggest thing is just not leaving the house. I like splurging a little bit more now because it it, it seems like a nice reward for the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I wouldn't be doing that if, if I didn't have the income at this point. But uh, but yeah, it's just like I haven't left the house since like for two days. So like it <laughs> makes sense. Like last night we got the Cheesecake Factory. But uh, so like that's it's a small little reward. When did I leave the house? We left the house on Monday. For what? To go to McDonald's and the oh, gym. Oh, the gym. Monday. So I haven't left the house since Monday night. Wow. How do you feel? Graham, you're still more tan than yeah. I am. I don't know. Well, because I work out in the backyard. Do you really? Yeah. I work out there. Yeah. No, oh, so I don't work out, but like I work out in the back. And yeah, usually I'm out there at oh. like 9 a.m. on my computer. So yeah, that's why. But uh, yeah, I guess I haven't. I haven't left the house since Monday. That's all right, man. Three that's, days. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's groovy. But so yeah, so that's that's the reason why I think it's it's going and getting food like that it seems like a nice little reward since I'm not leaving the house anyway. Right. Plus, you probably feel more compelled just to like leave the house since you're like stuck at home. So a much. lot of that's delivered. <laughs> so I just <laughs> I don't leave the house anyway. But yeah. But sometimes you're... it is fun. Like you know, last night I I wanted to go drive to the cheesecake factory, but to, like timing just didn't work out for that, so it was mm-hmm. delivered. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so there you go. Second submission. Let me let me pull this oh. up. Hey, Graham. Huge fan here. I was wondering if you could do another episode of Extreme Cheapskates on the second channel where you try to bake cookies in your Tesla. Yes. That's a great idea. That's a really good idea, actually. Um, we have not had that warm of a day. Like, we really got to wait for, like, an 80-degree, 80 85-degree day. So when that happens, yes. Part of my fear is that the whole car is going to smell like cookies, I don't know how I don't know how you get that smell because I like the smell. That smells of the good, car. man. I don't. I like the car, the smell of the car now because it smells like. I don't newish. think cookies will like permanently change the smell of the car. It might because you get you get some food in there. Sometimes it just it stinks of the car. Like it smells like fresh. You didn't Graham girlfriend's car. car. I don't know. She'll. I guess she wouldn't. I don't think she'd have a problem. Yeah, I could do that mm-hmm. if, as long as I. As long as she's okay with it, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, you do in my car if you don't. All right, I'll do it. your car too. There we go. Um, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, that's a good I, idea. I do want to do that. I think it's a great idea. The extreme cheapskates thing was really interesting to me because everyone wants you to go dumpster diving. Are you actually <laughs> going to do that? If enough people want it, uh, I, I think would, people I do. Even know. Like, here's the thing: I don't think. I don't know. First of all, I don't know where to dumpster dive, but I guess we could figure that out. Um, I don't know how clean that is. I don't know if I'd feel comfortable eating out of a dumpster. Okay, I don't. I didn't. Okay, I <laughs> I didn't think that we'd go that far. To uh, be honest, what do you think? Well, back in the day, there was like a there's like a dumpster diving community on YouTube where people like actually go to dumpsters. Like I, I used to play video games, so I would see people go to like dumpsters at GameStop and they'd pull out like fresh PS3s. Okay, and I'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, th- I think that they planted them there. To be yeah, completely fair, they could. And uh, like video games, like actual like Xbox or PS3 games, they would right. find just in the trash and like posters and stuff that they just threw out. So I actually went one time, and I went dumpster diving. There was nothing. I just got dirty. It took like four hours, and um, I got some boxes, and that was pretty much it. I got boxes. Yeah. I, like that's the thing. I know that's going to be a long video to make, and it requires me to actually go to a dump, like find a dumpster, go there, sift through it, clean off at like that's a five hour long process. I just I just have to consider what my time is worth for the five hours. 
Um, what about that, enjoyment that, of making up? the video? Enjoyment of it. Yeah, but sometimes I enjoy making the main video, like the main channel video. I mean, this would be something on the second channel. So I, right. I have to consider like where I'm going to get that time from. It's got it's got to come from somewhere at this point. So mm-hmm. it's it's what what am I skipping so I can go and dumpster dive? So yeah, I'm sure it'll happen at some point. I just got to make the time. We'll go. I, yeah. I actually really want to go dumpster diving. Right. I think that would be fun. Okay. This is from Hector. Hey, Graham. I'm 15, and I've been using this quarantine period to learn about finance and making money, but I've been wondering how I could stop wasting so much time doing useless things like playing video games. And I'm sure many others my age have a similar issue. Any thoughts? Yeah. You just got to force yourself. I don't know. It, it seems just like a lack of motivation there. You just got to force yourself. Um, I, I, it, it part, of, part of that for me is um, you got to hide the video game from yourself. Like if you know you don't have self-control, don't do it. Don't don't put yourself in a position where you're going to give into it. For me, I would say a big one would be like like having chocolates in the house. I know for me in the afternoon – I would really crave chocolate. So I purposely just won't go and get chocolate because I know, like, I don't have the self-control to hold myself back. I, I think it's the same thing applies. If you're going to get caught up with video games, you got to put it away. That's fair. Um, my old cross-country coach told me the hardest part of going for a run is just putting on your shoes, mm-hmm. which I totally agree with. I think the hardest part about starting to be productive is just taking that first step and like making the first move to try to do something productive, to like work towards a project. And once you kind of get into the rhythm of things, it just kind of goes yeah. from then on. I could see that. So yeah, just unplug and uh, start working on something. Totally agree with that. And also once you get into the rhythm of working on it, the next day getting back into it, it's so much easier. Like make it a habit. Yeah. Final question. Hey, Graham. I'm from the YouTube channel S.Menacherry, cough, cough, shameless plug, and I was just wondering if you'll be telling us about how much money you make from this new podcast of yours. Thank you. Yeah, I don't see why not. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm curious to see how this plays out. I really have no idea what to expect. My, my guess, worst case scenario, even if we post these up on YouTube, like worst case scenario, uh, one video a week, $1,000 a month, worst case. I agree. I would say mm-hmm. that's like... That's probably if it if it's just you know no one really watches or enjoys it, but I'd say a thousand a month is probably the worst case. Best case, I have no idea. It just depends. Who knows? Hundred you know, million dollars in uh, in three years or whatever. Yeah, I mean, listen, you never know. But I th- yeah, I, we would start having bigger guests on. You know, like Elon Musk. Like once you start having Elon Musk's on the channel, exactly, and you have someone on your podcast and it gains like newsworthy attention, then I think that's the point where yeah. All right, so now I'm going to ask you. A couple of questions I really like. Okay. Would you rather have no money and three kids or no kids and three money? <laughs> What's three money? <laughs> Which one is it, Graham? I'd probably pick the th- three kids. Three kids? Yeah. And- if, if, if I'm going to be completely broke and I have the, the choice, I'd rather have. I'd rather have See, kids, I don't yeah. understand why people... The way I took it is like, it's such a black and white question. Like, I think like, obviously... I'm 21. Mm. I, I want three money and no kids, but I don't know what. Yeah, like, but this is forever. Like, I'm is just it? Assuming, is I'm it? Just assuming. We don't know that. If it's if it's like right now today, what do you want? Obviously, the three money. But if it's like the rest of your life, either you're gonna have no money or three kids or three kids or or sorry, no money and and th- I don't know. I don't know <laughs> whatever. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, if it's the rest of my life, I'd rather have kids, and and then at least they could make their own decision if they want three kids too or they want three money. Fair enough. Yeah. I just. See, you think that it's for like the whole duration of the rest yeah, of your life. Yeah, that's how I think. I don't know how I take it. I just personally, I would choose a three money, no kids right now. And I don't know. 
That's it. Yeah, I mean, but it, yeah, if it's right now, I pick the three money. If it's for the rest of my life, I pick the three kids. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um, is cereal a soup? You can't look this up. No, this I'm, is not, a- I'm, I'm, I'm just looking define soup. I want to know the definition for soup. Soup. Okay, soup says a liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables in stock or water. A substance or mixture perceived to resemble soup in appearance or consistency. Um, I would say it is a, it, it is a soup. Well, it's, okay, well, here's the thing. Cereal itself um, is not a soup. It becomes a soup when you put it in milk. Then it becomes a soup. It's like saying, you know, is, is, is pasta a soup? No, not really. Like ramen is not a right, soup right. on itself, but it is a soup when you combine <clears throat> ingredients. So I would say it, it cereal in a box is not soup, but cereal when you add liquid <laughs> to think, it becomes a soup. I don't think anyone was asking if cereal in a box is soup. Yeah, but you, <laughs> but, but, I, but you have to clarify that like because it could be a trick question. Like a box of cereal is not in itself soup. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I think I can attest to that. I uh-huh. agree with that. If cereal is a soup, is a hot dog a sandwich? I would say no because really, yeah, no because the sandwich you don't usually have two buns that are connecting. Every time I barbecue hot dogs, I barbecue the buns, and if you barbecue the buns, they will break apart. That's a tough one. I feel like if you're one, a to hot argue dog that, could be a type of sandwich. Like you have a Philly cheesesteak sandwich, like a wiener. You know? sa- I feel like you I've know, heard that. Burger is yeah. you know sandwich. A, a BLT is a sandwich. Then yes, I, I actually yeah I changed my answer. Yeah, yeah I think I if think you think say that be a sandwich. cereal's a soup, you kind of have to say like hot dogs a sandwich. Right. Would you rather fight the final question, a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck. duck? I've heard that hundred duck-sized horses. I think so too. I think it's probably more manageable. I think so too. Yeah. Because you can't fight a horse, right? Right, and a duck actually has like a mouth that you yeah, can, like, yeah can that, bite that could you be with. really dangerous. I think you, that's yeah, I would not do that. Really dangerous. So I like the little tiny ones. What? <laughs> yeah. What if it was like two hundred? Where do you think you put your limit at for duck-sized horses? I put mine at three hundred. I don't know. Depends uh, how well they're coordinated between them. Because the thing is, it's like you know, one ant on itself is not that, you know, not that bad. But you get. You hundreds like, of thousands bows of bows and arrows on them, and then you know, yeah, how smart they are, how you know, agile. I don't know. I probably a, f- a few hundred. I might might go to maybe like a. Th- I don't know, five hundred. No. I don't know, a five hundred, something like that. I don't That's know. A lot, man. I don't know. All right, fair yeah. enough. So, I mean, that was. I thought I prepared so much more this time. Mm-hmm. I was two and a half pages of material. Really? Yeah. You know what's kind of cool right now? I just noticed CNBC. CNBC make it trending. So not the main CNBC, but CNBC.com slash make it. I think... Because of the Kevin O'Leary thing. The probably. Kevin O'Leary thing. Are we number one? Yep, we're number one trending. Are you kidding me? Well, let's see. But CNBC make it. So it's like they're, they're offset. So it's it's not... Uh, it's like CNBC trending, the main page would be like, wow. Like that. that's like major. If you go on CNBC right now trending, it's like I can't compete with um, uh, how long it could take before your stimulus check arrives... Uh, president, president, uh, billionaires got richer. Oh, you know, here's here's one. Here's what we can talk about. <clears throat> American billionaires got $434 billion richer during the pandemic. $434 billion? Yes. U.S. billionaires saw their fortunes soar by $434 billion during the national lockdown between mid-March and mid-May, according to a new report. Amazon's Jeff Bezos and Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg had the biggest gains. That makes sense. Makes sense. Here's the thing. Like, I, I saw this. And it seems like 
they're trying to spin it like really wealthy people are taking advantage. Like this, or seems like the like, laws are. It's are to me, it's conditioned like, to be good right, for them. It's like the rich get richer. That, that that's to me how it's structured. Now they don't they don't mention that you know overwhelmingly you know a lot of people had their wealth go down during this. I mean, you could probably survey most millionaires or pretty much anyone involved in the stock market is going to have their wealth decline, whether they're worth 100 million, 50 million, whatever. The thing that that they isolate on this is that generally to have a net worth of a billion dollars or more, usually it involves something that scales on a mass level. It has to do with the internet. You're going to find very few billionaires who did so. It's like, you know, building, you know, a real estate empire, way fewer than you will like some 35, 40 year old who, who did it with the internet. So it makes sense. It just it just so happens that during this pandemic, we all went online. And so it makes sense that these and a lot people of have, billionaires have online stuff. Yeah. And so that's how they make their money. So it makes sense that they have a business right now online that just happens to be thriving during this time. So it's to me, it's no different than, you know, oil going up in price. And it's like, what? you know, oil, like oil billionaires added money to their wealth. Or the stock market goes up and they could say, like, you know, the average American added 10% <laughs> of their wealth uh, during you know these months, so to me, it's nothing nothing surprising. But uh, what I want to know yeah. is what percentage of billionaires actually made like a lot of money, because I feel like that would be a lot more relevant than just saying the billionaires made this much. Because what if it's just like a few billionaires at the top that made so much that it offset the losses of like some lower billionaires? You know? Yeah. Let's see. Because um, no way every billionaire made a bunch of money. Let's see if we could figure out where the report is. I don't see any report of just like how do we how they get the information. Where do they get the information from? It says American billionaires saw their fortune soar by four. Okay, so okay, according to a new report, they don't. Where is the report? Um, let's see. Oh wait, here. According to the report from the Americans for Tax Fairness and the Institute Policies for Program of Inequality, I don't think it's. I mean, That's, it's just sounds like they would have an agenda. I, I, yeah, it, it seems like they're painting this to be a negative, but to me, it just so happens to me that they, they had a business that is in very high demand. And also, I wouldn't expect this necessarily to continue. I mean, a lot of this is, is on paper as people are not going and, and doing their shopping. Everything is online. I would expect that to come down at some point. I don't think that it's going to remain this high forever. And I think it's going to take some time to catch up after things settle down. But, uh, I think they had a good product. They had a good service that just so happens to be in need and, they're offering a lot during this time that people use on a daily basis. So, I, you know, I, I don't have a problem with it. It makes sense yeah. that, like, you know, Facebook and Amazon would be doing extremely well right now, though. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, of course. And and it also goes to say that um, Ralph Lauren saw his wealth drop by $100 million. So now he's only worth $5.6 billion. <laughs> Are you kidding? Well, hold, uh, well uh, hotelier John Pritzker saw his wealth drop by $34 million to $2.56 billion. At that... At that drop is is nothing because you got to think 5.6 billion dollars to have your net worth drop a hundred million that's what yeah like that's not that three, yeah three and a half four percent it's not like yeah that's like a bad year in the market yeah i mean the if, if someone is, is worth a hundred thousand and they have it all invested in the markets they're down ten percent that would be yeah ralph loren is down three Right. So, right. you know, plus I feel like a lot of rich people like that caliber of like wealth, they're probably really diversified in their portfolios, yeah. don't you think? I so know, like yeah. they wouldn't be hit so hard by Ralph Lauren is not sweating a hundred million dollar loss at that level. It's just that just becomes this arbitrary number. Mm-hmm. It, may, it would make no difference. 
at all. But yeah, so I found that um, found that interesting. That's that's uh, CNBC guys. And then oh, what's this? Kevin O'Leary reacts to a thirty-year-old YouTube millionaire refuses to spend money on coffee. I like <laughs> I like how they do that. <laughs> refuses to spend money on coffee. It's true. I think it's. When's the last time you got Starbucks? Um, I got it as a gift for somebody else. The, the guy who's been helping us out at the nursery, not like the, the plant yeah, nursery, yeah, right. uh, has been hooking us up a lot. So his request was like, hey, you know, if, if you wouldn't mind the next time you come here, just get me a, a Starbucks. He wanted a uh, like a tall uh, iced coffee with some cream and two sugar. And uh, I thought for fun, it might be kind of funny just to make my own coffee and get a Starbucks coffee and, and just- pour my own coffee and do the same thing and see if he notices. But uh, but no, I, I went through with it. I got him a Starbucks. 20 cent ounce coffee is good. Like I remember you t- you didn't really talk about it before. Like mm. we you know started working together yeah. because it, it came to fruition through the second channel. Mm. Um, but the first time I tried it, it was really, really good. I told you. It's decent. Well, a lot of it's covered up by the uh, by the coffee creamer. Right, so the right. coffee creamer is really where the where the flavor comes from but it's good it's good it stuff good. yeah one thing i find really interesting graham is that you tell people to make tiktoks like you advise that to a lot of the people that oh, are trying to grow their reach yeah yeah but why don't you do it man i just think it's <laughs> i just think it's silly but you I tell can't people deny that... it works but like i just think it's silly i i i i don't i barely have the time to do what i'm doing <clears throat> so excuse me i need a sip of my coffee <laughs> sort subject for me but yeah i barely have the time to do what i'm doing so i don't, I don't want to add another thing into the mix i don't want to learn something else at this point i want to get i just want to continue getting better at what i know what i'm good at you know i was i'd use tiktok briefly it's it's just you have not a TikTok. My audience i have a tiktok you have an account yeah i saw your video yeah it's just not my not my cup of coffee hmm. it's just i don't like making the content on there i just don't like it i but it works so, like, I acknowledge it works. I get it. It's just I personally right now don't like it. Maybe we come back at this a few years from now. And, like, you know, I'm not, you know, as, like, some YouTube guy. I'm, like, the Gramps Devin, the, the TikTok guy. I don't know. But it's just not – I just don't like it. No, that's completely know. fair. Yeah. Like, did you know it's the most downloaded app ever? That's crazy. Wow. I heard that. And I think I think it's right that it is literally the most downloaded app ever. I would be surprised it's on Instagram. No, I, I think it, I think it's the most. I would, I would oh, it says it's the most downloaded app on the Apple App Store. Oh, makes sense. Does it? Yeah. But Instagram and Snapchat are still on the Apple App Store. TikTok becomes the most downloaded app after crossing the 2 billion mark. 2 billion people. Wow. Tw- that's over 25%. Over 2 billion TikTok downloads. I wonder how many of those are just how many people that is. Right. I still think it's probably over a quarter of the population of, like, all humans. Wow. Why? Oh, you know what? Quarter one. So it actually, it peaked in quarter four of 2018, went down 2019, and then this year so far it exploded. Probably because of the pandemic. Yeah, I think just it gives people a thing to do. It's just another thing to to keep our minds occupied, and it's TikTok. So I was a hater of TikTok. Mm -hmm. I didn't like it. And uh, I saw no point in it. I, I thought Vine was better than TikTok. And uh, I decided to get one because my friend told me to, to get one. I haven't made any TikToks. Yeah. But I saw it. And actually, after spending a little bit of time on it, it's funny. Yeah. I like the uh, For You page, the main page, whatever yeah. it is. You get some interesting stuff. And 
you can't deny there's a lot of creativity that goes into some of these things. And I'm like, how do you do that? How do you think of that? Like, that's really good. It, it, interesting to see where, where it develops from there. I see a lot of people going from TikTok then to YouTube, which is interesting. Um, but, you know, I think whatever platform you could, you could get on is, is Makes good. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it works. It's just I might be a little too old to jump in at this point. That's how I feel. I might cut this, but do you know who Jason Derulo is? Mm-hmm. He's like the king of TikTok right now. Are you serious? He has twenty. He has like 20 million followers on TikTok wow. and like 4.5 on Instagram. Wow. Jason Derulo is big though. Yeah, but why four times the amount of followers on tiktok than instagram he makes so many tiktoks wow. like so many and he's super into it wow. I, I think it's the funniest thing yeah jason really was a it was a big music guy though like 10 years ago like he had a lot quite a few hit songs and it's good to see he's continued that momentum yeah wow because i don't know if if i know any new music by him but uh wow Way to go. Way to go, Jason Derulo. Yeah. Yeah, all he knows, Jason Derulo. Yeah. Like, yeah. whatever, so, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is good. So I think for the next one, though, what we should end up doing is uh, let's find some news stories that we could discuss and talk about. And um, that way I feel like it's less of like a Q&A and like more of a discussion that we could talk about, like current events. And let let us know down below in the comments or reach out or do, do something. Let us know what you think of that. I mean, that that's the direction I think would be rather interesting. But whatever you think, man. I, no, I, I agree. I think it should be more conversational yes. than Q&A right. based. Yeah, I think that's so, a good idea. Because otherwise we're going to run out of stuff on a Q&A. There's only so much to Q&A. Right, right. But uh, news is forever. Um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for checking this out. Yeah. Uh, this you. will be the second episode. Yeah, and you'll see the third next week. Exactly. So, uh, and with that said. That said. Thanks uh, for watching, guys. Thanks for watching. Smash the like button. Add add us on Instagram. Uh, two free stocks down below in the description. Do you get Weeble? Weeble. Weeble. Get your two free stocks. Uh, one of them's worth up to 1400 And uh, yeah. With that said, you guys, thanks so much for watching. And, and until, until next time. time. <laughs>